Hi, this is Token White 99. Also, uh, Sam D's and DJ Sammy 11 Miami. And someone asked why the name Token White 99. Uh, why Token White? So, uh, Token White was a nickname that I was given when I became a dishwasher here in Fort Lauderdale. My mom had uh, invited me to explore new opportunities and told me that I was going to be moving out at 16 in two weeks. And so I needed to go and get a couple of jobs to get the money together to move. And uh, so I got two jobs, and one of them was as a dishwasher at a restaurant, a very popular restaurant at the time here in Fort Lauderdale called Area Code 305. The reason I got the job, they said, the bartender there is the one that actually gave me the name. And uh, the, he said that the, uh, the reason that he was giving me that name and why they called me that, Token White, is because the uh, newspaper, Sun Sentinel, had come out with an article and accused all the restaurants in Fort Lauderdale of only hiring black dishwashers, and in particular, black Haitian dishwashers. And uh, the story was kind of true, but they weren't doing it to be mean. I don't think it was more that you had a lot of Haitians coming here and they didn't know how to, they didn't speak English. They only know, knew how to speak um, Haitian Creole. And that was a problem. And, but they wanted, but they needed to work, you know, so they, they needed a job. So these men were willing to take any job that someone was willing to give them because of this language barrier. And so, you know, a quick, easy job that they could get, and, you know, and they could make tips. So it wasn't just the hourly wage, you know, as the dishwasher, and the waitresses would take care of you, you know, you help them out with the prep work, you know, their prep work or whatever. Like there's, there's ways for you to make some tip money as the dishwasher so you could get cash, you know, every day too, right? Plus, uh, what I found with the Haitian people, that um, that was, you know, that wasn't just his only job. Like, you know, dishwasher wasn't their only job. Dishwasher was their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh job. That's what it was like. That's what it was really like. They didn't come over here and get one job, folks. No, huh? No, those folks came over here and they worked. They worked and worked and worked and they learned English and they learned and uh, and they grew and um, I'm but I'm here's what I here's what I'd like to say about meeting the the Haitian and I by the way I didn't replace him they just hired me to assist him so I was actually his assistant I was the assistant dishwasher right and uh, and prep guy his name was John Jean Baptiste and Jean Baptiste. Um, could not speak a lot of English, but what I took away from that man when I first met him was, um, for the first of all, the fear in his eyes that he might be losing this job that was obviously important to his survival, you know, and possibly the survival of his family. And, you know, they send money back home. Like they don't just keep it all here with, you know, for themselves, like they send money back home a lot. And, um, you know, so it was like, I, I just, I remember that, that, that stuck, that stuck with me all these years. Um, and, uh, but he turned out to just be the nicest guy. 
He was the nicest guy. And, um, and it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a good, it was a great positive experience for me. And, and I learned, I learned from him and, uh, I learned a lot, not, not just from him as a man or as a person, but, you know, as, as a Haitian in America, first generation, man, fresh off the boat kind of thing, you know, like I worked right next to that guy, fresh off the boat took every job that he possibly could. I said, when do you sleep, Jean? Jean, when do you sleep? He says, I sleep between jobs. That's when I sleep. I sleep on the bus. That's when I sleep. I sleep whenever I can, but I work as many hours during the day as I possibly can. So that's my experience um, with the uh, Haitian people. They're wonderful people. Really, really nice people. Awesome people. As a matter of fact, Islander people just in general. I mean, I grew up in South Florida, so Islander people in general are just really nice people. I don't care what islands they're from. It's, you know, whether it's Haiti or, or uh, Jamaica or Bahamas, um, Cuba too. Cuban, Cubans. Cubans are nice, except Cubans that become cops in Miami. Um, stay away from them. They'll put you in handcuffs and throw you in the back of the car because they feel like it. Real. That's for real. I, there, there's a video floating around on YouTube. There's a video on YouTube. They got the guy on video going, yep, I put you in handcuffs and put you in the back of my car because I felt like it. That's exactly why I did it. And they said, could you say that again for the camera? And he said, yep, I sure can. And he said it again. So I'm just telling you. It's it's bad. So you, you anyhow, uh, so that's my token white story. Uh, that's why um, that's why I chose token white because I guess I've really kind of been a token white my whole life. Um, in grade school, <clears throat> in grade school, um, they called me uh, the kids, the neighborhood kids. They were all Catholic. They thought I was Jewish because my stepdad's last name was Jewish, and that's the name I went to school with. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, so they called me sand, you know, you, you know, the, you know, the other word, right? Yeah. So that's what they called me. So I wasn't friends with any of them. The one kid that I could be friends with is a kid named Eric with a K. And, uh, so I'll tell you the Eric with a K story real quick too. Uh, I guess, um, I, I'd like to expound on it more, but I, I think I got enough time to tell you right here. Anyhow, uh. Eric with a K was a black kid. He was black as one of the blackest. I mean, his skin was just black, really black. But he spoke really well. He dressed really well. He wore jewelry. Uh, his parents were well-educated. They both worked. They had a nice home. Um, he invited me to their home. I went to their home. I went inside their home. They were very nice. It was no funny smells. There was, you know, like I don't like I knew and I knew nothing. I still at that point knew nothing about prejudice. I just knew it against me from the neighborhood white kids. I still didn't know why, though. I just thought they just didn't like me. I didn't, I didn't realize it was just because of my last name. Um, but uh, so uh, anyhow, uh, the, uh, this kid, uh, Eric, man, we, we made friends, you know. And, um, and so I said, you know what? You should come over to my house and uh, we'll go swimming in the pool. 
and I've got an extra set of snorkeling gear. We can go. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. He goes, my mom will get me some snorkeling gear. I'll get my, I'll ask my mom to get some snorkeling gear. I'll bring it with me. I'll bring my own. He goes, that's not a problem. I go, okay, cool. And so uh, I go, we can go snorkeling in the ocean. So I go home and I tell my parents, I'm like, I finally made a friend. I finally made a friend at school. I want him to come over and spend the night this weekend. We're going to go swimming in the pool and we're going to go snorkeling in the ocean across the street. And it's going to be an awesome time. And, uh, and he likes to eat the same stuff that I do. So you don't have to make anything special for him. And, uh, and they go, that's fine. And what's his name? And I said, Eric. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, and I, and they said, Oh, how do you spell it? And I said, uh, you know, Eric, E-R-I-K, Eric with a K. And they went, oh, what's his last name? I told him last night. I said, what color is he? I said, I'm like, what? What color is he? I said, oh, he's black. Black. He's black as he's like the blackest guy I've ever met in my life. Like, I don't think anything about it. He's the blackest guy I ever met in my life. They go, you can't invite him over here. You can't invite him over here. Don't you ever invite anybody over here that's skin color again. And I went, oh, okay. So I had to go to school the next day and tell him, my new friend, that I couldn't have him over. And it broke my heart. 20 years later, I found him on Classmates. And I tried to apologize. But I think I just made it worse. I really think I just made it worse. So Eric, with a K, if you happen to hear this, if you happen to see this, buddy, I, I, uh, all these years later, man, I still love you. I still miss you. And I still wish that we could have been friends my whole life. I think my life would have been a lot better if you'd have been in it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that. But, um, you know, maybe it's not too late. I'm still alive. Maybe you're still alive. Maybe we could, you know, hook up. I'd appreciate it. I, I really would like it. I really would like that. Token White 99, there's the story. Have a great day.